Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new season of the Purposeful Life Show with your host, Adrian Starks. I'm excited to share some new updates of the show with you, starting with a new look, sound, and energy, as well as a variety of guests coming aboard with intriguing topics of conversation. I hope you enjoy the new level of energy that will be brought to the show. Thank you for all of your support since the very beginning in 2019. Wow, it's been three years already? <laughs> because of you, the Purposeful Life Show is now in the top 5% of all podcasts globally, and we aim to get it into the top 1%. Continue listening to the show and share it with others. You can also now listen to the show on my Facebook page at Adrian Starks, where you can comment in real time and communicate with me about your aha moments. Thank you again for all of your support, and let's make this one hell of a year and be purposeful about doing that. Wishing you all much love and success. What I've always attempted to do in whatever path um, I have chosen is to understand the human person deeper and mm -hmm. to be a person who always helps build bridges and not walls. Because let me tell you, I grew up with lots of walls around me. And, right. um, and so really, the, I have a heart for trying to bring people together and to really have deeper understanding and better dialogue. Welcome to the Purposeful Life Show on the Connect Now podcast with your host, Adrian Starks. If you're looking for the ideas that could be your breakthrough for change in your business, career, or personal life, then this podcast is for you. Join Adrian as he speaks on topics of personal and professional development for the person behind the business and interviews a variety of entrepreneurs, business owners, and thought leaders to reveal their ideas and solutions to success and its challenges. Subscribe to the show and leave us a review. It's time to connect, learn, and grow. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Purposeful Live Show on the Connect Now podcast with your host, Adrian Starks, and I'm excited to have you back for yet again another blazing episode. Before we get started today, you guys, you know what you need to do. Go ahead and download this podcast into your favorite podcast platform, subscribe to the show, and leave us a review. Today's episode is so exciting here. We're going to be talking about the power of emotional intelligence, and I know right now, in this day and time, we can all use a little bit more of that. Our guest today, his name is Irvin Nugent, and he specializes in this magnificent topic. And Irvin, can you say hi to our audience? Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. Thanks for the invite, Adrian. Oh, well, thank you for being here because we're going to learn a lot from you today about how to regulate our emotions and use this in business and leadership, which I feel is going to help a lot of people solve problems today. So let's get into your bio here because people need to know who you are, right? That's always helpful. <laughs> yes, it is. So Irvin possesses 15 plus years in senior leadership roles in organizations of various sizes, stages of growth, and different sectors. He has worked extensively with executives and emerging leaders as an executive coach and consultant, helping them become more self-aware, manage their emotions, read the emotions of others, that's a good one right there, and manage their relationships. Born in Northern Ireland, Irvin brings to his audiences a rich and varied experience. Growing up in a society torn apart by division and violence, he has seen firsthand the damage done when communication breaks down and people fail to listen and understand. Irvin is an internationally recognized trainer and top-rated keynote speaker and is one of the few worldwide certified facts 
coders who are experts in reading facial emotions. Uh oh. <laughs> he earned his PhD from Capella University with research focused on leadership in times of crisis. He's a graduate of Georgetown University's executive coaching program. He has spent his career in helping people harness the power of their emotions. He brings many unique aspects to his work. Irvin is also the author of Leadership Lessons from the Pub. Irvin, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, it's great to have you on. And you are known as the emotional intelligence expert, and we're going to dive deeper into that very shortly. But I did hear in that bio, as I was speaking, that you're from Northern Ireland. What was it like growing up there, and how did it shape some of your ideas, emotions, and how you work with people today? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so my generation, actually, we have a name, and the generation is called, we are called Children of the Troubles, because the year oh. I was born was the year that the violence that if people are old enough listening to this podcast would realize it was part of their growing up as well. And uh, society basically had divided. It had turned tribal. Um, it had turned violent. And that was the backdrop to me growing up. In fact, um, I grew up in a pub and we uh, lived above it. And when I was six, it was actually destroyed in a terrorist bombing. Mm. So it was impacted both um, just, you know, around society, but then also my own life. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I like to think that that placed in my heart a questioning about human beings and why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think, you know, as a response to that childhood, what I've always attempted to do in whatever path um, I have chosen is to understand the human person deeper mm -hmm. and to be a person who always helps build bridges and not walls. Because let me tell you, I grew up with lots of walls around me. And, right. um, and so really the, I have a heart for trying to bring people together and to really have deeper understanding and better dialogue. Beautiful. You mentioned the part of building bridges and not walls. And that resonated with me so strongly because the experience that you have, there are many people building walls, keeping mm -hmm. those from being connected and on a deeper emotional level. And now you're bringing this experience, this heartfelt experience of yours into the present moment where you're actually able to see through things much better and to help people build bridges to better relationships, to better emotions and better businesses. And I love that. Yeah. You know, I'm part, I just say part you know, of growing up was, you know, when, when, when we as human beings, when we are triggered or we feel unsafe, mm -hmm. it is natural to build walls. And to really okay. understand that that's just part of being human being. <clears throat> and so what we want to try and do, of course, is move to a place where we feel safe mm -hmm. and therefore we can begin to have dialogue. Really? I love that because that is what it's all about, the dialogue. Uh, let's hop back into your bio for a bit. I have to be honest with you. I was, I was reading the part about the facts coders, which is mm -hmm. meaning an expert in reading facial emotions for our audience here. And the first thing my mind went was, uh-oh. <laughs> I wonder if he's reading my mind right now. Irvin, is this something you always do or is it more of a light switch that you turn on and off when you're speaking with people or working with people? Yeah, so it's it's a great question. I think it's always on. How mm -hmm. I choose to use it uh, varies in the the context that I am in. Um just to be clear, we're not actually reading people's minds. Mm -hmm. What I can do is I can actually tell when there is an emotion in a person's face, we have seven universal emotions. And okay. I'm able to, to read those emotions both when a person is actively showing them and also when a person's trying to suppress them. 
And oh, so that okay. provides okay. data, what I like to say, to answer, to ask better questions, to really assess where a person is and to open a door to deeper dialogue. I love that because that was just going to lead into my next question is this special skill has allowed you or has it allowed you to get to the heart of the matter of the problem with people much quicker than most if you're able to get to that dialogue. Yeah, I, I think it does. And by the way, this is a skill that I have, but it's a skill that can be learned. That's the beautiful thing about it. Anyone can okay. learn the skill. Um, so I do. I think, like, let me give you a practical example. Okay. Um, I remember when I was leading an organization, I had to move up the deadline and I'm announcing this and I'm looking around and I catch uh, everyone and said, that's fine. But I catch someone with a just a, a glance of fear in their face. They didn't know. Mm-hmm. They were trying to cover that up. But that gave me information. Everyone around me had said yes, but clearly everyone was not on board. And so that provided me to kind of step back, mm-hmm. pause, and ask other questions, which I think really then get to you know people saying, wow, you really understand where I'm coming from. You really got to the core of what I'm feeling. Beautiful. And that, like you said, is a skill that we all can build upon. And I believe this is important for leaders, which we'll talk a little bit later about how they can apply that in their business. But it also derives from this ability to see, as you said before, the fear in their face. And back to our audience here, because I said this earlier, which was a mistake on my behalf, reading the mind. So what you're saying is you're not reading the mind. So don't get scared, audience. <laughs> but you're, you're reading the facial expressions, which allow you to connect with that person on a much deeper level that typically would not happen. So now we're going to move into this idea of the emotional intelligence, which comes from this. Irvin, what is exactly emotional intelligence? You know, the best way that I can explain it is that people who have high emotional intelligence do four things really well. Okay. First of all, they are aware of their own emotional lives. They're aware of the signs coming out of their bodies. They're aware of their triggers and they're aware of what emotions they're feeling and the intensity of those emotions. Mm. Secondly, they're able to have their tools. They have, they have tools to manage those emotions so they make better choices in how they're going to behave depending on the emotion they feel. The third thing is just what we've been discussing. They can read people's emotions. They can walk into a room and get a feel for for what's happening in that room and what the emotional state is of the people around them. Mm -hmm. And then finally, they're able to use this information to manage human relationships, be it in conflict, be it through division making, be it in trying to bring together a team. Um, But all of that building solid relationships towards a goal. Well said, my friend. So why is emotional intelligence important in the workplace? You know, there's an exercise I do at the beginning of a lot of my trainings. And what I say to people is think of the most impactful leader you have ever experienced in your life. Okay. And write down some of the qualities that they have. Okay. And if you listen to the qualities that people say, they're all in the domain of emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. This person listened to me. They respected me. They challenged me. They supported me. They mentored me. Um, all of these things, they were able to have a little bit of humor and tension. All of these are qualities that really have to do with emotional intelligence. Not to say that intelligence or technical skills are not important, but what I like to say is the technical skills and your intelligence will get you in the door. Mm-hmm. But if you want to rise up the ladder, you're going to need emotional intelligence because leadership is about uh, people following you and uh, <laughs> leadership is about relationship with people. Beautiful. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's about relationship with people, which reminds me of a time I was working in the medical call center. I did that for eight years. Mm. And we had this new manager come in 
And I'm not going to say his name at this time because I believe in confidentiality. But let's just say he and I didn't get along too well because he couldn't understand how I had so much influence in the lower echelons mm-hmm. of leadership. And yeah. this was because I built a good relationship with people around the call center. People yeah. would come to my desk, Irvin. They would just sit with me. Yeah. I had like gemstones, plants, and they would just want to come and talk to me. And I built this friendship and camaraderie with them, even if they were not on my team. So there were like different segments. There was the orthopedics department, there was neurology, there was cardiology. And so I was a guy on orthopedics. So I would just walk around during my break and just go and talk to certain people. And so one day this guy, the manager, pulled me over and he said, you're not even on this team. Why are you going to talk to them? And I said, well, we're all one team under one roof. Hmm. And here's the thing. If I need help from them, which I'm going to need help at some point in time, I know who I can talk to and they will work with me that much easier because they know that I care. So back to that emotional intelligence that you were saying in the workplace, I was using that years ago, but I didn't really know exactly what it was. So I'm glad you broke it down for us today. And Adrian, you know, that's a fantastic example of just what you were talking as well about is that at times, you know, we kind of think leadership is the title, Mm -hmm. but- Leadership can be very informal. Mm-hmm. And so a people who to have influence is all about leadership as well. So here is a beautiful situation of you having influence mm-hmm. without necessarily the title that goes with leader, but just shows you how impactful emotional intelligence is with being influential. Love it. Yeah, you got it right there. And, and it is so influential. And I'm excited to talk more about this with you. So we're going to go on a short break here, Irvin, for our audience. And we're going to be right back. And we're going to talk some business. What if it were possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? Just think how much time and stress it would save you. Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Forget that one ingredient for the family dinner that could offset everything. Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area to help you save money, And every item is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. No more rock-hard avocados. And they will keep your eggs safe, too. To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart. Never step foot in a grocery store again. everyone. Welcome back to the Purposeful Live show. We just went on a short break here and we're back with the amazing guest, Irvin Nugent. And he is talking about emotional intelligence. And we just broke down some factors for us of how this works in the workplace. So Irvin, we are living in anxious times right now and leading the field. And when I think of leading the field, I think of Earl Nightingale. He talks a lot about Mm. the power of attitude. Mm. But right now, these are quite challenging times. And we're living in times of accelerated changes and complexities. Many businesses and organizations are investing millions of dollars to help increase productivity, decrease turnover, and maintain that profitability. So in your experience with helping organizations to become unstuck from that cycle of failure, what is something, Irvin, that they're possibly overlooking? Great question. So let me just say this, that um, even before the pandemic, we were in, as you called so beautifully, a, a time of accelerated growth and a time of constant change. Mm-hmm. And as human brain, as human beings, we don't do well 
We don't mm-hmm. do well with change. We don't do well when, when change is happening rapidly. And then add to that a pandemic when literally our lives are at risk. We've been told yes. this daily. So that drives us as human beings into a fight or a flight situation. Okay. And what we know is that our functioning decreases when we're in that space. Mm-hmm. We, don't, um, we don't think as well. We make rapid decisions. Uh, we don't like complexity. We don't like curiosity. Mm-hmm. However, uh, with emotions, emotions are also, they're like the, the pandemic in a sense of they are spread contagiously. And so a leader's hmm. role is so important here. And I think what businesses overlook, getting back to that question you asked, is the power of the leader to set the tone and to sow the emotions that will lead to the productivity and that will lead to lower turnover, everything that they want. It really mm-hmm. begins in that emotional sowing of the leader. The emotional sowing of the leader, that is the moment of quoting right there. I always have this moment I want to quote my guest, and I'm going to use that one as the quote because it's so powerful of sowing that emotion. So would you say that by sowing the emotion, the leader has to be self-aware themselves? I think it begins, absolutely, begins with self-awareness. So in other words, we have to, first of all, uh, be aware of how are we showing up in this meeting, in this day, what's happening, and to be aware of that and then to say, is this going to serve the purpose mm-hmm. or do I need to make some adjustment? And that that's all begins in self-awareness. And how can leaders begin to expand that self-awareness? Well, um, part of it is, uh, first of all, you know, we as human beings tend to value everything from the neck upwards. Yeah. And we value <laughs> the brain. And we forget about the poor old body. And yet the body gives us some key indicators for how we're feeling, and for our emotional state. Um, We begin to feel our emotions in our body before they become thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so a leader can expand their self-awareness by, first of all, beginning to become much more aware of their body, to learning some practical exercises like um, some breathing techniques, very simple techniques that can help them kind of climb down of an emotional state and be much more thoughtful and deliberate in the actions that they're taking. Beautiful. So, Irvin, how has being more self-aware improved your business and life? Um, I think being self-aware, I think some of the things that I've discovered is, uh, first of all, my relationship with conflict. Um, <laughs> I, I have found that, you know, that I don't like conflict. And I have found that some of the behaviors that that leads to is that I avoid tension or tense conversations when they need to happen. And mm. so I become aware of that. I know how I feel it in my body and I, I'll actually feel physically stepping back. And so now that I know that, hey, you know what, maybe I just need to own this mm-hmm. and to step in to my fear and to have that conversation. If you mentioned conflict. I'm very similar to that. I love to help people, but I'm one of those people that I don't like to get in direct conflict and I will try to avoid it. But as leaders, that is necessary, actually. You're going to have to have some conflict in order to get to a resolution. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I, I know for me, I don't know if it's the same for you, but I kind of have this vision in my head. Why I avoid it is that, is that I think we're going to get into this. We're going to say something. It's going to impact the relationship. We're going to mm-hmm. fall out. And I always want to have the relationship. And, you know, it was helpful to me to think of it, you know, that conflict can be destructive or it can mm-hmm. be constructive. Yeah. And I think, Ooh, you know, okay. part of that is, you know, there are many ways of having a very constructive disagreement and conflict, mm-hmm. especially when it's all about a point or an issue and it doesn't turn personal. Wow. Okay. 
I'll have to think about that some more because I need to make sure that I'm watching myself and how I deal with conflict. And to the audience, what Irvin just said here, take some note of that and find those situations this week where you're having conflict, jot down how you're dealing with it. Mm -hmm. And then come back to this podcast and listen to what he just said, because that's going to help you do some resolving of it. This is beautiful. So Irvin, we are in predominantly a virtual era, and you know this. Everything is online from meetings to presentations, even this podcast. I can't wait till we get back in the studio. (laughs) As humans, we get most of our language from body cues. It is said by most experts that 70 to 93% of all communication is nonverbal. Would you agree with that or do you have a different number? So I, it depends on what statistics are being used. You know, there was a famous study by Albert Maharabian that put it up 93%, but the problem was it was misused, the, uh, the research. So the thing about it is it's very difficult to put a number. Here, but here's yeah. what I will say. <laughs> At least 50% of all communication involves mm-hmm. nonverbals. Okay. And it's normally a combination. Now, there, I like to say there are five channels of information when you have a conversation. You're looking at a person's face, their facial expressions, their body language, the voice, meaning the tone of the voice, the mm-hmm. flow of the voice, and the words being used. Okay. So in a virtual setting without camera, you've already knocked out two of them. You can still pick up in the voice. You can still pick up in the flow, et cetera. And there's lots of really great information you can take from that. Okay. But I think in the virtual, I would always say, um, unless there is a, a reason, always have cameras on. Because you're going to start picking up on the facial information as well, just as much as you would as in person. Okay. So how's my facial expression doing today? Uh, very friendly, very open. One of the things we seek <laughs> as human beings. That's good. One of the things we seek as human beings is, is this person friend or foe? Mm-hmm. And so we're always looking for signs in the face. And so you have such a friendly face. So I'm relaxed and I, I feel at peace. Love it. So I passed the test. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> One other little tip for your listeners, by the way, when we're okay. on Zoom, there is something very unnatural that happens there. And mm-hmm. that is that we actually see our face as we speak. Yes. And that is not normal. And it distracts us. And actually, it's, I think it's one of the reasons why we get so tired being on Zoom all day. Mm-hmm. There is a setting where you can actually turn off you seeing yourself. It doesn't turn off your camera. Your camera's still on, but you just don't see your face. And I always say to people, that can really help improve communication. That would definitely help them, for sure. The reason why I got into this topic about being online, because we are all online, and many people are probably wondering, oh, this is great. We hear you talking about body language and cues and facial expression, but leaders and executives are leading their fields from home and not in Mm -hmm. person. So can they read people's emotions and body language on a virtual call? I think you just answered that, but can we elaborate on it a little bit more? Can they absolutely. do that? So if you, if you have full view of their face, um, absolutely. You're able to see everything that you would see in person. And you're now you're, you're going to get less of the body language because depending on where the camera is, um, mm-hmm. I always like to suggest to people that if possible to have the camera out, that you can see a person's gestures because gestures as well have an impact in authority and also helping people um, be more influential. Um, But yes, so I think it's, is it more difficult? Yes. But can it be done? Absolutely. And this is great to know because I use a lot of hand gestures. So I'm a hand talker. Yeah. So if you zoom out, you can see my body moving and that can give you more an idea of my personality and, and how I am. And I think that what you just said is brilliant because leaders and executives and coaches and these people that you have been coaching for quite some time they're able to look at prospects in a different way. If they're hiring someone or if they want to move someone up in the echelon of leadership, they can say, you know, that 
didn't really sit well with me, this conversation on the video. They just, it, something wasn't right. So they're tuning more into that self-awareness, what we talked about, and that enables them to make those sharper decisions, which is key for any business. Urban, this is a great conversation on the elements of emotional intelligence, self-awareness, and leading in some challenging times of communication. For our audience today, how can they learn more from you and to connect with you? Uh, so if you go to my website, irvinnugent.com, there's a wonderful um, tab there called free resources. And it okay. is full of uh, free downloads. It's full of uh, podcasts. It's full of um, uh, blogs, all jam-packed with information. I have a very active YouTube channel. Every okay. Wednesday, I come out with an educational video on oh. emotional intelligence in workplace. Okay. And uh, and then there's also a website they can go to irvinugent.com forward slash gift. And there is a free emotional intelligence starter course, which will get people started on exploring their own emotional intelligence and give them some practical tools on how to manage emotional intelligence. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. So I have different types of audiences. So most of our audiences are business owners, they're entrepreneurs, and psychic enthusiasts is what we focus on. However, I also believe that the planet, we're all under one roof. And there are going to be some people listening to this today that they may not fit in those categories. It may be the nine to fiver who's looking to exit their job or to rise higher in the echelons of leadership. Can this emotional intelligence that you have mentioned today the ability to read faces, body language, and be self-aware. Can this be applied to those people as well that are in the nine to five when they're working with other people? Absolutely. Because when you think about it, you know, people, you know, you hear this common expression, I love my job, I just hate the people I work with. And so when you think about it, you know, life is made up of a set of relationships. And no matter if it's at home, at work, at play, in church, no matter where it is, these are skills that will help you have deeper and more meaningful relationships. Well said. So today for our audience, we have learned so much about the power of emotional intelligence and how it can be applied in your business and daily life. And we learned a lot about Irvin from his background in Northern Ireland and how he used that experience to build bridges and not build walls. And I want to be very clear today about the power of understanding people because Irvin specializes in this. And this is the reason why he is a highly sought after keynote speaker and coach for the coaches. Because in this world, we have to work together. And you can't do that alone. You need to have people that you work with and you need to know how to read them. Okay, not judge them, but read them, understand them. And Irvin, I want to thank you for providing this valuable information today. This has been an absolute pleasure. And I'm glad that you were able to see something very kind on my face <laughs> through it all. My pleasure, Adrian. Thank you so much. An honor to be here. Thank you again, Irvin, for being on our show. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Purposeful Life Show on the Connect Now podcast with your host, Adrian Starks. Subscribe to the show and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Learn more about us by visiting our website at cnbn.ca. Go to connectnowpodcast.com to be inspired by more life-changing content. Let's connect, learn, and grow.